Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, John Sanmez from simpleprogrammer.com. In this video, I'm going to show you how to create a simple application with Meteor, kind of the getting started with Meteor. Meteor is a JavaScript framework that is a very reactive, responsive framework that will allow you to basically create JavaScript applications that are based off of Node very easily. Now, so a couple of things to know here. First of all, I'm going to be using a cloud development environment that I've set up. I'll put a link at the bottom of this video to where I have a blog post that will explain to you how to get that set up. And there's another video you can watch, which I'll, I'll put in here as well, uh, where someone who works for Cloud9 explains how to get this setup that I have. It's basically everything's in the cloud. So I have an IDE that's in the cloud. I've got my actual workstation or the machine that's going to be running this in the cloud on DigitalOcean. And I've connected them with SSH. It's pretty cool setup that I got going here it actually if you're thinking about doing cloud development doing this setup is super fast a lot of the cloud uh, IDEs that I tested out they were just a little bit too slow so by setting it up with DigitalOcean like I said you can you can find that link in, in the blog post here also this video is really designed to be a supplement to my blog post so I'm not going to cover how to actually install Meteor as well as getting this environment set up. I'm just going to show you how to use Meteor, assuming that you can get it installed. You can either look at my blog post or it's very simple. Just go to uh, Meteor site to, to check out how to get it installed. I'm going to assume that you already have Meteor installed. So we're going to create a very simple to-do to list application. I'm just going to kind of walk you through this process. And it's going to be very simple not by any means an advanced tutorial on Meteor, but this should get you started and give you an idea of how to create a Meteor app. So I'm going to start off by creating our application. So I'm just going to, at my terminal window, type Meteor Create, and we're going to call this Spartan-to-do. And so you can see that it basically creates this directory. I can go to CD Spartan-to-do, and then I can run Meteor to run this. So you can see it's going to start up MongoDB. Meteor uses MongoDB. It has its own instance that comes bundled with it. And then it's going to start up my application. And then I have this hosted at a DigitalOcean server. So I'm going to just go ahead and bring up this window. And you can see that I'm connected to that IP on port 3000 by default. And this is the default app it gives you. It shows you how many times you've pressed the button. Now, that's not very useful. But if we look in here, we can see that we've got basically three files that were created, a CSS, HTML, and a JavaScript file. I'm going to go ahead and split this out, split pane into two columns. I always get columns and rows mixed up for some reason. I like to basically have my HTML and my JavaScript kind of separated out here. So pretty nice way to develop with, with this cloud environment. What we're going to do, first of all, is I'm just going to start by creating the UI. But before I do that, let me explain what these files do, basically. So we've got an HTML file. This is our basic user interface. Meteor just picks up the HTML file that it can find and, and starts from there. So this is why this is starting up. And you can see that you know, it says, Welcome to Meteor. It has a templating engine built in called Spacebars, and you can see that the template here 
this hello basically maps to this. I'll explain this a little bit more in, in a little bit here. There's also another templating going on here. Now Meteor uh, will basically run all the JavaScript. It's Remember, this is JavaScript on the client and the server. So it's by default going to run all the JavaScript files on both places, uh, on Node, right, on, on the server, and then in, in the client in your browser. So we have this Meteor is client or Meteor is server to kind of separate out the code. You can also do this with file structure here by having special files. But for now, we're going to keep things simple. Uh, what I'm going to do is basically clear out this code so that we're going to start sort of clean here. I'll go ahead and save that. And one thing that you'll notice is as I save this, my app is going to update automatically. That's kind of the cool thing about Meteor. In fact, if I were to, this says welcome to Meteor. If I said change this to say hello, you'll notice that in a second here it'll update and it says hello. So this is pretty cool. You, know, you can have your windows split and, and work in an environment where you can see it updating live. But for our purpose, what we're essentially going to do is we're going to create our HTML first. So we're just going to call this Spartan to do. And I'm going to make this say do or die. And then we're going to get rid of the templating for now just so we can start. I like to basically start with the user interface and then backfill the things so things don't get too complicated too fast. So what I'm going to do is just create a very simple UI. It's not going to be pretty by any means, but we're just going to create a list item and we're going to say create a Meteor app and then we'll create another list item here and we'll say eat dinner. Two things we need to do today. And that's all we're going to do for that. The other part of the UI, I'm going to create a form here because I want to make it so that we can add new list items, right, to new things to, to do. So we're going to do an input and we're going to say type equals text. And we're going to give this an ID of new item. So now we'll have an input and then we'll make another one that will be a type equals submit. If I can type, type. And we'll make the ID on this one add. And then we need a value so that it'll show up and we'll give the value and make it add. Okay. So now we're pretty much set. This is going to be the UI that we're going to use. It's pretty simple. I'm going to hit Control S to save here. And then in seconds, you can see how fast this updates. Now, again, this is because I'm running this on DigitalOcean. If you just use Cloud9, it's not going to be this fast. So I definitely encourage you to do that setup. I've tested out a whole bunch of Cloud IDEs. And this was, I mean, this blew me away how fast this is. It's, it's just as fast as running on my local uh, Mac, basically. Okay, so that's our simple UI. What we want to do, first of all, is we want to now take this and start making this into a real Meteor application. Obviously, none of this functionality works, and these list items are hard-coded. So that's the first thing we're going to do is get rid of the hard-coding. Now, Meteor has this templating engine that works very nice. It's very simple. At the very basic level, we can just say template name, and I'm going to call this list. And then what we're going to do is we're basically just going to move the list portion into there. Okay, so this is that templating engine. And in order to invoke a template, just a very basic template, we use this syntax with this greater than symbol in the, in the, in the double curly brackets. And then we just say what the template name is, so list. And then I'm going to go ahead and save this, and you should see 
a second when this updates. Okay, so we're good. We've basically just moved this from a really hard-coded uh, to semi-hard-coded, right? We're going to do the same thing with the form part. I'm just going to call this control. So we're going to do template name equals submit. And then I'm just going to take this portion here and just paste this in here. Very simple what we're doing here. Okay, and then let's just put our template, hit the beautify real quick, oops, all right, and then we're just going to put this template in here, and this is called what we said, oh, we have template name submit, it needs to be controls, so let's go ahead and put controls here. Okay, so now we want to make sure that our UI still shows up. Looks like everything's connected, and it did. I also control, uh, encourage you, if you're using Chrome, Control-Shift-J, open up the window, look at the console. You can see errors in here. Very useful when working in Meteor. Okay, so now we have moved the data. We are actually using templating, but we're not actually pulling any data, right? So this is very simple templating. It's all in here. We're not really getting any value here. We're still hard coding things. What we'd like to do is, first of all, make this data-driven. We're not going to worry about anything more than that first. We're going to take it one step at a time. So in order to make this data driven, what we're basically going to do is we're going to get the data from what's called a helper, a template helper, which is going to be some JavaScript code. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in here and I'm going to use this templating feature, pretty, pretty common to a lot of languages that use templates, but we're going to say each and then we're going to say items. That's going to be a collection that we're going to create or some data. In this case, it's going to end up being a helper, but you'll, you'll see that there's not too much of a difference in a second here. And then we're going to say slash each to end this. So that's basically going to loop through whatever this data is. This is going to be an array of objects, or it could be a collection when we get to that step. But for now, it's just going to be an array of, ob and of objects. And then we can basically template this out by doing li. And then inside here, we're going to put description. So, so basically, just looking at this, what this means is that we're going to need some kind of collection, right, called items, and then each one of those objects is going to need to have a description. So real simple to do that. All we're going to do is come in here, and we want to do this on the client side. We don't want to run this code on the server, because remember, we're still doing it step by step, and this is all client. So we're just going to say template dot, and then we're going to say the name of our our template. So we say template.list. And then there's two ways we can do this. We can either say helpers or we can name the, the, the thing like items. If we do helpers, we can do more than one. So let's do helpers. And then inside here, we're going to declare some helpers. So let's make a helper for items. So items is going to be equal to, we're going to set this equal to a new function. And this function is just going to return an array of, of objects that will basically be our items. So let's make an array here, and then let's put some objects in here. Remember, they need to have a description. Otherwise, it's not going to work with this templating engine. So we're going to do description, and we're going to say uh, create Meteor app. And then we'll just add one more. And here, let's call this one, let's say workout. We need to work out before we eat dinner. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and save this, and we're going to look over here, 
And you can see it's already updated. We have Create Meter App and Eat Dinner. Uh, or actually, this hasn't updated yet. It, it's at Eat Dinner. It should update in a second and say Workout. And we can check here also to see Meter Server restarted. This is showing up in the terminal. Ah, and I see what our problem is. See this star here? We have not saved this file. So let's go ahead and save our HTML. So now it's got that template in there. And now you can see it says Workout. So we've got our correct items in here. So th this is data-driven. And just to show this, right, I could change this to buy an SSD. I don't know. That's always what I want to buy is an SSD. So <laughs> we should see this change. Bam, we got buy an SSD. Okay, so we're data-driven at this point, and we're using some more features of the templating engine, but we're not quite done yet. What we really want to do here is we want to use collections in order to have this data. Now, just to give you a little bit of background here, with Meteor, it basically has MongoDB, right, on, on the server, which is its, its document database. So we can store data in there for the app. Now, it replicates that data to, like, this MongoDB proxy on the client. So we can actually access anything. It kind of syncs it. It doesn't auto-publish by default. Now, you turn that off in a production app and... What's up, guys? John Sonmez here from SimpleProgrammer.com, and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at SimpleProgrammer.com forward slash... P blog. Now, this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career. It's something that you definitely don't want to miss. Thousands of developers have already gone through the course, the free course that you're going to get by email, and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career, to make more money, and even to grow their own side business. It's something that every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. And there's a whole publish and subscribe model where you can tell it what to publish and subscribe to. But for now, let's just look at the simple case where it's going to basically publish anything we put in this Mongo database on the server uh, to the client so it'll be available. So we want to move this data into a collection. So the way that we're going to do that is we're going to declare a collection. Now in Meteor, if you don't use the var keyword when you create a variable, what it ends up doing is it makes it global, which we want to have. And since I'm declaring this outside of the is client and the is server, it's going to run on both because we want the collection to be declared in both places. So we're going to say items is equal to new meteor.collection. And then we give the collection a name, items. So that's going to give us a collection that's going to exist on in the Mongo database. Now we need to populate that data. We only want to populate that one time with some initial seed data if, if there's nothing in there. So what we're going to do here is we're just going to say if, and we're going to check. Uh, if you're familiar with MongoDB already, then you, you'll be familiar with these commands. But essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to query the database. So I'm going to say if items.find, that's going to get all the items because I'm not specifying anything in this find, dot count is equal to zero. Okay, no items in there. Then let's populate this with some data. So what we'll do here is we'll basically create our, let's say, var items equal to, and we're basically just taking this array, moving it down here. We can actually delete it from here. Okay, 
So now we've got items, and now we need to insert into the database. So we're just going to say items.insert, or actually before we do that, let's loop, right? Let's say for var i equals 0, i is less than uh, items.length, because we want to iterate through that, and then i++. Then what we're going to do is we're just going to do items.insert, let's do this lowercase, and then we need to insert these objects, right? So what we can do here is we can just say items i. So that should insert them into the database. I'm going to go ahead and save that. Now we still need to have this helper do something, but now we're going to get it from the database. So now we're going to return items.find. Now, of course, we could query for specific things here, right? We could put a filter in there if we wanted to, but we want all the items. So I'm saving this, and if everything is correct, we should see this load up with some data. And there we go. So not too bad here. We've got data actually coming from the collections. We're using the collections. We've got our templating going on. The, the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to do events. So events are going to be a little bit different, but it's kind of the same idea. We can basically add an event to, to something in the UI and then have some JavaScript code that's going to execute, that's going to do something with that event. For us, what we want to do right now is we want to start off by making it so when someone types in here and they click add that this event right does something and we don't want to submit the form okay so let's go ahead and wire this up so we want this add to work so what we're going to do here to get this add to work is we're going to create an event and we're going to do this under that for this template for the controls so we're going to say template dot controls dot events and then here we're going to do the same thing like we did with the helpers. We can set up multiple events here. And we want an event for submit form. So we're going to say submit form. And there's a bunch of different events that you can subscribe to, clicks and, and whatnot, all the things that you'd expect. And we're going to say function. And then we're going to get the event parameter. It'll pass us in one here. So that's what we're going to do there. Now the first thing we want to do inside here is we want to say event.preventDefault. This just prevents the default action for that event, which is actually submitting the form or posting it back to the server. We don't want to do that, right? Because we're going to do this all Ajaxy. We're going to be updating the DOM directly with this uh, reactive templating engine. The other thing to know about Meteor is that it's it has this basically reactive, it's a reactive framework. So this templating engine in Meteor knows that when things change inside here, when data changes, that it needs to automatically update and manipulate the DOM. You can think of this like the observer pattern. It's not really magic here, but it's it's implementing observer for you, observable. If you use AngularJS, you know that you can do this obviously as well. But it's uh, really, really neat because if you change the data of any of these things that are in the template, it'll automatically update. So you don't have to write all that code. So what we're going to do is we need to get the description. So let's create a variable called description. And remember in Meteor, since we're making this a var, we're going to make this locally scoped. Okay, so description. And I'm just going to use some jQuery to do this. We're just going to say event.target. That gets us the target of that event and then we're going to say find and there's probably a better way to do this but I'm just going to do this for now 
ID equals new item. So that should pick up our, our guy here this by ID, new item. And then we just want the value out of it, right? So we're just going to do dot val. Okay, so that gives us our description. And then we're just going to do items.insert. And we're just going to create our new, uh, we're just create an object here. We'll set the description on it equal to the description that we just got out from there. Let's go ahead and save this and we'll try this out. So wait for that to update. Looks like it's updated here. Now if I say record a tutorial and click add, you can see it shows up in there. So uh, we have that working. We're using events here. Very simple. We're, we're adding items to the collection. Again, pretty simple, pretty cool how that works. How Remember, this DOM automatically got ma manipulated by this uh, reactive framework because it automatically detected that there was a change to some data in here in this collection. So it went ahead and, and finished that up for us. It, it basically updated the DOM for us. So that's that's pretty nice. Okay, so next step is to get these so we can check these off, right? So we're going to do the same thing here using some events. So you could click this, it should be checked, click it again, it should be unchecked. And that's about as far as we're going to go with this tutorial. You, you could go further and make it so you could delete items and whatnot, but let's just go ahead and implement that and then we will be done here. So in order to get this working, what we want to do is we want to basically make it so when someone clicks on this li specifically that we set the checked or unchecked. So in order to do that, we're going to have to do a couple of things. First of all, let's create a CSS class for being checked, right? So we can delete that and we can say, we'll call it done, right? And then we want to do text decoration and we want to say line through, I believe is the one. Yep. Okay. So I'll go ahead and save this. So now if we apply done, it would line through. Right, so if I just tested this out, if I just say class equals done and save this thing, it should line through them all. Okay, but we don't want to line through them all. We want to make this conditional. So we're going to say class equals, and then we're going to create a helper to help us do this, but we're going to call this done class. So we'll need a helper to evaluate this for us. But for now, we'll just leave that there. The next thing that we're going to do is we're going to create an event. So when this happens, right, what are we going to do? Well, first of all, we're not in the controls events, right? This is in this template. So let's go ahead and, and make this. Let's say template.list.events. Okay, so we're going to create events here. And then we want an event for click li. So if you click a list item and let's go ahead and say function, we don't really care what the event data that's passing to us is because we care about our own thing here. And so what we want to do is let's just create a flag called done that can be true or false on each item. And we can just do this right here. We don't even have to have started with this. So I'm just going to say items.update. So we'll be updating. And it's, the syntax is a little bit weird here, uh, but bear with me. We're going to do underscore ID. All of the documents in the document data, so all the items in the collection have this underscore ID property. And then we can do this, this underscore ID. Now this, what, what, what's happening here is 
anytime you're in this event handler, the this is going to be what the thing was. So this this is this list item, but really what it is is it's what's being templated, the, the actual JavaScript object here that has this description. So we're able to get this ID property, right? So that's basically, this is the query part that's going to tell us, okay, what are we updating? And then we can do this command, this dollar set colon, and then we can, we can set whatever fields we want to set. So we're going to create a new field called done, and we're going to set this equal to, uh, let's, let's just set this equal to true, right? So now, if you click it, right, it's going to set uh, that list item, the data, the object behind it in that collection equal to true for it's done. Now, we still need to do something with that. Remember, we have this done class. So we need to apply this if the, the done flag is set to true. So we're going to need to create another helper for our list. So if we go to our helpers, we have meter list helpers. We've got one for items. Now let's create one for done class. Okay, so for done class, we want to do function. And then what we want to do here is we want to put in our logic. We want to say if this.done, remember that this again is going to refer to the, the, the particular object that, we, that we're in at this point, right? It's all going to be context, have the context or scope of whatever the thing is that this is evaluating it for, which will be whatever item through this each loop. So if that is done, then we're going to go ahead and return done, because that'll be the class, so that'll make the class equal to done. Else, we're just going to return nothing, so it won't have any class. So let's go ahead and save this. And we'll wait for this to update. Then when I click this, you can see we're getting the lines through. Now the only problem is they're stuck, but we can fix that real easy. Instead of saying done equals true, let's just make it be the opposite of what it was. So let's just say not this done. It'll effectively make it a toggle. So now if we go back in here, once this updates, we can toggle these things off and on. Pretty simple. Not a lot of code here. I mean, look at what we've got, right? We have a sort of functioning to-do list app, right? I can put data in here, click add, shows up. I can check things off and uncheck them. And all I have is this little bit of HTML and this tiny bit of JavaScript here and one CSS class. So that's, that's why I like Meteor. Oh, and one last thing, I almost forgot to show you this really important part of Meteor is the fact that this updates real time between different clients. So if I were to copy this URL, so I've got two browser windows here and let me kind of disconnect one, try to fit it on the page here. So let's so say you have two clients, right? This is real time updating. So, you know, I uncheck or check these, it's going to change them in the other browser window. So let's add something, let's say hello, and watch as it syncs across. See how fast that is? It's basically what's happening here is it's adding this to the collection and changing the state uh, in the Mongo database proxy in the client. And then that's going down to the server and then the server sending a message back up to this other client, to all the connected clients to change that. So this is really cool, really awesome way to create connected applications that update in real time and you can see how snappy this is. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. Again, 
very simple tutorial. We're not dealing with security. We're not dealing with, uh, with the publishing and subscribing, but this will give you a basic idea of how Meteor works and how you can get started. If you want to find out more about Meteor, check out my blog, simpleprogrammer.com, and, and look for the blog post that'll be in this video, and, uh, and I'll give you some resources where you can find out more information. I also have a Pluralsight course. It's, uh, it's a little based on a little bit older version of Meteor, but most of the information is still up to date, so if you search on Pluralsight for Meteor, you'll find it. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, uh, please subscribe to my channel. I've got a lot of different uh, videos on all kinds of things. A lot of my videos deal with, uh, with more career-focused type of things and, and mental attitude to, to help you succeed. But I do have some tutorials that I'm going to start doing more regularly as well. And if you like this kind of video, uh, let me know, and, and I'll do more of these kind of tutorials. So take care, and, uh, and have a great day.